Romancing the Dungeon is intended for mature audiences, as this show contains adult themes. Oh, wait, I'm being told it's not those kinds of adult themes, just sensitive stuff that some audience members may find upsetting. Content warning for specific episodes can be found in the episode descriptions. Listening to Romancing the Dungeon, a softcore D&D podcast about heroes navigating their daily lives while looking for ugh, love in a world full of peril, monsters, and heartbreakers. Last time on Romancing the Dungeon. Finn says, we've never had a situation like this. Anita gestures between you, Nate, and Ivan. Nathaniel, seeing as how you're dead, you really have no use for that body. I've proposed that Ivan rents your body. When he's done, he gives over his remaining life force to you. Do you want some money? Money? Nathaniel! <laughs> this isn't one of your jokes. We can't do this. What's wrong? I am not Nate. I am Ivan. Oh, kill him! Why would I let someone else walk around in my friend's body if there's no chance of getting him back into it? Because Nate agreed to it. I'd like to have each of you go on the record. In your own words. Just what happened. You're still needed in Galeshire. Are you lonely? miserable or just plain horny well you've taken the first steps to solving your problems at least your dating ones welcome to d8 devoted desired dreamier dirty dapper dates for dejected daters my name is dr roz grapers founder ceo and love wizard and brrr it's cold in here I said, brr. Oe, oe, oe. Nice, nice baby. Looking to warm the cockles of your heart? Let love melt your icy loins. Drop by my pop up shop at the Nice Fest in Littlehorn this winter. Our latest question in the questionnaire that keeps on giving Which would you prefer that people see you as? Smart or sexy? And why is it sexy? Um, well, obviously sexy, but only because then they underestimate you and they don't think you're smart. So I got a leg up on them every time someone thinks I'm sexy. No, you have a leg under someone and around someone. Wherever they want it, really. I kind of guess I look around at my friends like Kyle is like this kind of like ethereal, like floaty kind of sexy. And then Hafesta is this like ball of rage anger kind of sexy and innate is dead I think I want to be smart <laughs> good choice see the thing about being smart is that nobody looks at you across a crowded room and says that look at that look at that intelligent person I'm going to I'm going to do unspeakable things to them Depends on the crowd. 
So I guess sexy. Oh, Don always said that I had a really big brain and she liked that about me. So I, I will probably go with smart. I kind of preferred you when you were sexy stupid. <laughs> So, we begin with the four of you on the road. No, we don't. We didn't roll for gold. Last episode. <laughs> Old habits, baby. I never give you... Yeah, who, sorry, who is this? <laughs> Make me dead. I mean, to be fair, he's a count who just lost all his money, so... <laughs> fair point. Okay, yeah, all right, okay, you call me out. Okay, you didn't get your money last episode. Roll for gold. Roll, roll for gold. gold. Okay. Roll for gold. So, full transparency, I had said four D100s, mm-hmm. so you can use your percentile dice. We're not going to... Like, it's I just... Put those away. I don't know how to read a percentile dice. <laughs> well, if it's 40, that's 40 gold. Yeah, but like, you know, when it's like all zeros or whatever. That's, I don't know. Maybe you got 100. Two. I've got, I've got, yes, oh. here's one set. We all go into the... Here. Three, two, one. Money! Oh. oh. That's respectable. Six. No, not for me. I got fucking 20. Uh, 220. Is what you got there. Mm-hmm. Now you get to roll the same thing, and we half this result, because this is your G50s. Okay. okay. One, two, two three. Okay. 210 halved is 105. Yeah. So, so 325. Plus the... So you get 575 gold. Yeah. Oh, damn. Split, split between us. Split I don't think I've ever had money. Okay, money stuff all settled. Can we continue now with the... Are we happy? Are we good? No. <laughs> yeah, come on, don't mind him. Okay. The four of you with your accompaniment of Gale Shire soldiers and Lieutenant Sebastian. And we're, we are going to fast track the traveling. We've done enough of that. If you want to listen to some traveling episodes, go back about five. <laughs> but the the journey from a warm nook to Littlehorn is fairly uneventful. The horizon is the same. The countryside is the same for the most part. For about a day and a half into it, it just becomes this kind of tedious... Oh, look. Another meadow. Oh, a set of farmhouses. The one thing that you do notice is that those farmhouses, the odd little hamlet that you might pass through or see in the distance, people actually come to have a look. The occasional farmer or even merchant does kind of approach with you know to find out what it is and when they learn who you are and because they've learned people are people are already talking about what has happened back at Warmnook they've found out what happened at Castle Swallow and to learn that you four are the people responsible for saving the village for slaying the monstrous count and usually when this comes up, Ivan, everyone stares at you very awkwardly. Of the party. Of the party, yeah. yeah. It's been kind of nice, especially given what's happened over the last week or so, to kind of feel a bit welcomed and a little bit less like you're being accused of murder or you're being shunted to court to face the king. There is a kind of a building sense of, yeah, yeah, we did do that. And that kind of owning it a little bit the 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 because it wasn't just that it was saving the goddamn city and all those people and then taking down norris and the flatstone estate and ardat and the scheme to fill the city full of knockoff love potions all of these things 
our credits to you all. Except you, Ivan. And you're starting to feel a little bit like, yeah. Yeah, we did do that. And for each of you, that, that feeling might bubble up in, in, in different ways. It might be pride. It might be confidence. In one of you, it's probably arrogance. <laughs> Not pointing fingers or staring at anybody. <laughs> They won't know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On the second half of the second day, it does start to get a little bit colder and the terrain does start to get a little less, you know, wholesome cottage countryside and it starts to get a bit more rugged and a bit more wild. And the woodlands that you were, you know, kind of used to even around Tezrab are that little bit more wilderness because the woodlands are forests and they stretch as far as you can see and as you climb the crest of a yet another hill beyond you see mountains and a valley and they're snow-capped and that chill in the air whips and seems around you Sebastian points easterly down into the valley and where you see the tip of his finger you can actually start to see plumes of smoke from chimney stacks and at first it's a little bit like you're trying to kind of adjust to the the rugged landscape and the snow and the ice and they're kind of in all of it you can see faintly the twinkling of lights and the towers the skinny towers of smoke And the troop presses on. And the day turns to evening. And just before nightfall, and it's gotten quite dark, you find yourselves drawing closer. And you spot a sign that says Little Horn, half a mile. And you can, you're kind of half dreaming now of a bed, a cot, hell a floor, and that's not grass and rocks and the outdoors somewhere inside and uh, and a home cooked or at least a tavern cooked meal and just as you approach the town of Littlehorn you see swinging gaily over the town entrance a banner and you just see painted on it the nice fest (laughs) and underneath it nearly international cold event (laughs) Brilliant. And below that, (laughs) a big smiley snowman. And he's just kind of like saluting. He's just doing a little wave. And it just says, Nicicle to meet you. (laughs) Can we go back to the castle? (laughs) Can we go back to the flesh room, please? Uh, Sorry, not ice to meet you. No. No. Nicicle. Has no one ever seen the Batman movie? If you think that's the only one of these ice puns I have oh under God. my fucking arsenal of awful my arse. I know. <laughs> Sebastian presses on, and the wind kind of picks up. It's very busy in here, and you see people are kind of shuffling all about, and everybody's wearing very heavy furs, very fashionable. These aren't like rustic hunters, you know, draped in animal carcasses. Everyone, give me perception checks. 
15 for Kyle. <gasps> Not 20! Not 20! Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 10. Okay. Yeah, Fia, you're kind of keeping the head down a little bit. It's just, there are a lot of people, and you're tired, and you're hungry. And, and you... I'm mortified from the state I was in a few nights ago. Yes, yeah, that's, that's, that, it's, it's, it's you've a, a three-day hangover. Uh, yeah, and you're kind of coming to the ends of it now, but now it's that weird void of shame. Uh, oh, yeah, I've got, yeah, I've got the fear. Yeah, mostly because the fest has been telling you about the things that you did. Festa loves it. But Kyle, yeah, you, 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 it's a medley of fur. Some of it is very upmarket. Some of it is very like, oh, that's, that's definitely pricey. And some of it is definitely fake. <laughs> and, and there's a lot. There are throngs of people, like more than you would expect in a town like Littlehorn. Ivan and Festa. Yeah, you, you, you clock the crowds. Both of you notice, uh, like, people do seem to be dressed, one for the weather, but dressed very well. And it's, it is just a parade of different, different people all kind of mashing together. And there are dozens of stalls. There seem to be loads of games. You see someone parading around in, like, a faux snowman costume as well looks quite well made he doesn't he's not saying anything but he's just doing weird little dances it's very obnoxious the both of you spot something at the same time there are lots of boulders around the place like a like a lot of boulders like and not even like oh that's a boulder it's like that's a boulder and over there there's a boulder and one or two are actually kind of blocking doors like it's not even like oh this just natural part of the town they yeah they it looks odd to both of you um i want to ride up to fia and and point it out to her and just be like isn't that a bit weird like block doors and what's going on here i still don't think i'm ready to like actually use my brain Hephaestus. It's been three days, Fia. My God, get over it. I don't drink. You only had like three bottles. Three? You said well, it was two. I lost count. Oh, God. After my third. First, I can't count to three. <laughs> <laughs> One, two. 47. <laughs> Three. <laughs> it's canon. It's canon. They're not. It's like, they're what does it matter? Pay me. But you're sexy, just not smart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what does it matter about boulders anyway? We just go somewhere and sleep. Sleep would be great. I mean, we can't get into any of the buildings because there's boulders blocking the doors, but sure, have a nap, Bia. At this stage, this far into the town, and all the buildings are in a similar style. They have all that sort of like sloped roofs, you know, with kind of like thick buttresses. Um, nice. hu- <laughs> <laughs> huge what? Huge schlongs. <laughs> it's a technical term for windows. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they have, they had that sort of like, you know, rustic log cabin look to them. And uh, all the all the windows have like kind of a, a display in them, like you know, candles or like seasonal um, vegetation. You know, it's all it all looks very fancy. And even though it's so late at night, the carnival seems to be kind of going on, and it's getting harder and harder to kind of move the horses. 
And it's not that they're getting spooked, these are army horses, they're tough horses. It's just that there's that many people. And Sebastian dismounts, and the soldiers kind of follow suit. Yeah. We're gonna have to go on foot the rest of the way, I've got a room booked. So. Hop up. Okay. <laughs> Lead the way, Lieutenant. <laughs> I don't like your tone. <laughs> Sebastian hands the reins uh, of his horse to another soldier. You see that uh, another soldier kind of approaches you to take your horse. And Sebastian just kind of gives you kind of a, a wave of his arm. And uh, he heads, he continues on the road. And then he starts to kind of take a small side street that just kind of seems to intercut between two blocks uh, here uh, in the town of Littlehorn. And it's a steep climb up this thing. And a couple of times you do kind of... Actually, everyone give me athletics or acrobatics checks. Just to see if you do an RTE news guy falling on the ice moment. Nine. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. Twenty-six. Okay, Ivan's just on the ice. Natural one. No, okay. my idea. And a 15. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Kyle and Ivan, uh, you're, yeah, you're taking it slow and steady. And uh, a couple of times you get that, oh, I almost slipped, but you kind of catch yourself. And there are people, you do see people kind of out with like salt and little kind of hammers and they're trying to break up the ice a small bit. But there's the odd patch here that you miss. And Hephaestus, just as you kind of go and you kind of feel your footing go out from under and you kind of just catch yourself, there's a shriek from Fia as with her head down, she misses the same patch of ice that you just walked into. She falls forward, grabs you by the scruff of the neck and pulls you down. And you both land hard on the ice. Uh, take one bludgeoning damage each. Sebastian kind of trundles on, uh, nevertheless, and, you know, coccyx bruised, pride just as bruised. Sebastian kind of comes to the stop on a ledge of the town. It's like a part of the town that kind of seems to be kind of carved into this hill here. And he gestures at what at first looks just like a hole in the w- like hill. And then made out of... C- almost clear blue ice you see the words winter in this lodge just over the door you're in for well a surprise and he heads in follow suit what kind of lodge is this yep shuffle on in Kyle steps in but he's not happy about it (laughs) (laughs) it's an ice bar it's a big old... Everything's made out of ice. ice the furniture. Freezing, probably. The bar itself, the shelves. Oh, the hates this. Uh, the columns are made of stone, but they're encased in ice. Of course. And standing behind the the bar, there is a kind of a, a spindly looking herringan. And uh, he is snow white with red eyes. And just these two long, floppy, and I mean like long, they're down to kind of like his lower ribs. They're very long ears. And he has a a little bow of spectacles just kind of on his nose. And he's cleaning a couple of glasses when he turns around and he sees the, the five of you. Hey, Sebastian, it's been some time. How are we? Are these the guests you wrote about, the heroes? Of Tezareb, the 
Knights of Wormnook. And Sebastian just nods. You're most welcome. We've, well, spared no expense for the four of you. In ice? Yes. <laughs> I just wrap my arm around myself and produce flame in my hand and like hold it really close. <laughs> I huddle over beside her. <laughs> just shivering in the ice. Oh. This is lovely, thank you. <laughs> oh, I see the four of you aren't actually acclimatized to the weather. Uh, Ivan is like really trying to, well he's trying to remain calm but again like the sh- it's Nate's shirt so it's very tight so like he is smuggling raisins Uh-oh. but you can just see his <laughs> raisins like, yeah raisins yeah the little baby horns it's very p- p- pretty oh, you're most kind how about I fetch you some coats and a blanket but please Okay. <laughs> it's always so funny when people first come in and <laughs> shivering. <laughs> and he literally flits through a doorway behind the bar and he comes out a moment later with very large, very heavy fur and flax lined coats. I immediately just grab one off him and just <laughs> shuffle it around me. Can I just give him a, a smell first? They are house coats. Give me a perception check. That's 14. So you do get the smell of sweat, but it's faint. I'm good. Thank you very much. Uh, suit yourself, nips. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little ice joke. It's just a little ice joke. It's fine. It's fine. Sort of cross my arms. <laughs> yeah, you've, uh, you've all been handed a coat. Whether you wear it or not, he Paisley doesn't care. He's wearing a little name tag that says Paisley. Um, it, he is actually quite adorable. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're all very welcome to Little Horn. Not that usually gets a laugh out of people. <laughs> <laughs> what, why? Uh-huh. Oh, because it implies that it's a penis. Tremendous. Nice. Very. You might have noticed the crowds outside. We uh, run a little Winterfest here over the winter months. The nice fest. Nearly international. Cold event. No, no, you got it right. <laughs> we like to capitalise on what we do best around here. And well, we know snow. You might say. Snow business, like snow <laughs> business. Ah, yes, of course. We say that all the time. Everybody all the does. Time. Yeah. You were saying that just yesterday, yeah. weren't you? Yeah. Which is funny. I, I was, yes. Uh, yeah. Who? Sorry, what do I call you? Ivan. Ivan. You that's have the one. to. I mean, you can call me. No, it, w- it was a command. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you set up in the princess room, or fully comped, of course, um, you'll just need to tell people that it was a five-star rating and you had a super cool time. So if we don't do that, are you going to kick fully us charged. out? Even though we saved, what's the three cities now? Yes, but you haven't saved Littlehorn. Yet. 
And like I produce flame just a little bit bigger. Give me an intimidation roll. It would look very bad if you kicked out heroes. Uh, 15? I get your point. <laughs> Fine, we'll talk about branding opportunities later. Okay. And he kicks him a box of t-shirts under the table. <laughs> um, you are, of course, welcome to participate. And Sebastian, I have told the local guard to pop to Galeshire. They'll be here t- two days' time, very quickly. So, until then, the princess suite is yours. Make yourselves very comfortable. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, let's go get settled, everyone. Are we sure? Sorry, how many beds in the princess suite? Oh, it's just one big bed. <sighs> well, Ivan gets the floor anyway. Yeah. So. Uh, what time of day is it? It's night. Oh. Okay then. <laughs> Not the time that you want it to be. <laughs> no, it is. I, I had said you were kind of coming in past evening in tonight. Right. Or you can have a couch if there's a couch. I mean, it is a suite. We'll see. Thanks. Thank you. He pulls the other two aside, Kyle, and says, It's still his body. If he ever comes back, he's going to need it. Uh, he never took care of it anyway. <laughs> Plus, we're just emotionally annoying him, not physically. Well, <clears throat> why don't the four of you get settled in the princess suite? Eat shit, Sebastian. <laughs> <Kyle>. <laughs> Ever since he got busted, he has not been subtle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really? really? Yeah. I couldn't notice. <laughs> Go fucking die, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of glance at Sebastian, then as Kyle as he's walking off back at Sebastian, and I'm like. I wave bye and I follow after <laughs> Kyle. Uh, I just follow him as well. Ivan. Yes. What's the matter with Kyle? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm gonna see to the men in their lodgings. So, rest up. Maybe take a tour of the town tomorrow. But keep in touch. Many thanks. He nods at you. And then he nods at Paisley. Paisley nods at him. And then Paisley nods at you. I nod back at both of them. <laughs> well, long, Ivan! You're heading to the princess suite? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the ice bar uh, is a cave. You might have gathered now. It is just a long tunnel. And fucking hell, the floor is slippery. But it's kind of packed ice. It's packed snow and ice. So you can get a bit of a grip. It is cool. But weirdly, as you kind of make your way out of the, that central bar, where it was very much ice, 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 everything's ice, here towards the rooms, it does get a little bit more temperate. And the coats, if you're wearing them, are quite heavy and quite scratchy. And right at the very end of the corridor, you do see just this round green door pressed into the wall and kind of like with icicles kind of dripping down around it and it just says princess sweet press on in mm-hmm. the door groans some of the icicles fall and break it's very magically and as the door swings open you do see a very large room with a triple king size bed set 
right in front of a roaring fire pit. The bed is laden with uh, furs, pillows. There's a long chaise lounge at one end of the wall, set next to it a globe of Arcanum that's half opened and you can see various bottles of liqueur and liquids and glasses. There's a very ornate and lavish looking finely crafted armoire and just off to it you can hear the sound of bubbling water. I'm like, oh, I need somewhere nice to rest and I go and I lie on the bed, I take out my notebook and I start writing furiously. Just my own little world. Hey, okay, yeah, no, we've all been traveling a long time. We're all bathing before we get into the shared <laughs> communal bed, please. Kyle, oh, come on! Everyone smells. It's nothing against you. We've all been traveling on horses for a long time. So who gets to go first? Me! And I run. <laughs> <laughs> You're made of fire. <laughs> How do you wash? <laughs> You're... Uh, if I said darting towards yes. the, the sound of the kind of the bubbling water. Yeah. Just past the armoire, there is a, a a wall of ice, and carved in it is a circular entranceway, and it leads outside. Oh. And you can hear the throngs of people outside, and the the noise and the music coming from the streets below you, and you have this amazing view of Little Horn uh, and all the lights um, below, kind of swaying in the in the wind and the flicks of snowflakes that just kind of whip around. And you're staring at a bubbling natural hot spring. How big is it? It's a party-sized tub. Fia, join me! Okay. Kyle, join us! I was about to think you were being rude, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Ivan, I suppose you can come too. What the fuck, Fia? It still needs bodies. Still have to take care of it. What's everyone doing to prepare for the hot tub? How is everybody getting it? I don't know if Ivan's comfortable. <laughs> I sorry. I say hot tub. It is a. It's a natural spring. Hot spring. I suppose I go. I don't know behind something and just change into a towel and I'll get in with the towel on. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah I just nice. strip it down and hop in. <laughs> okay. I, honestly, I think Ivan's just gonna like stay inside and just start going through the equipment that he has because to get familiarize himself because he doesn't feel part of the group yet. Mm. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kyle will strip down to a tasteful loincloth. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the the three of you. It's it's at first it's like, oh 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 oh. <laughs> and there are there are jets of water that occasionally just pipe up through you, <laughs> right through you. Uh, but it's a deep cleanse, uh, <laughs> colonic. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> and as the three of you kind of settle into it, there is uh, Ivan. You do hear a, a knock on the the door. Hello. Hey. Excuse me. Room service. Speak up, I can't hear you. Excuse me. Room service. I'll get up and answer the door. Uh, you open the door and there is a golden blonde uh, Harangan woman standing there. Her 
ears are sort of tied up around her head in a little wrap and the tips still flop back over but it's like a little style and there's a bow she has these jay green eyes and she's standing there with uh, a tray of warm honeymead bread rolls a bowl of hot custard various meats uh, a bowl of fondue cheese um the mayor sent these down to um, welcome you to Little Horn. Thank you very much. I'm going to take the. Is um, it's on a tray? I yeah, yeah. I'm just going to take that and put it onto the coffee table next to the fire where I'm sitting. I. Um, I give her seven silver. Uh, oh, um, thank you. And she slips them into a little apron that she's wearing around her waist. Um, my father said that you were, you're a hero. That's what they tell me. And she blushes. Can I help you with anything else? No, I'm... If you ever wanted to see more of Littlehorn, I can show you. When do you get off? I'm... I'm working nights during the festival, but I'm off tomorrow. I will see you then. Hey, Ivan! Quit being a little ball bag and come do it right by these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't realize I was intruding. I. You'll find I, I never caught your name. It's Felicity. Felicity, I'm Ivan. It's a pleasure to meet you. And she kind of like turns in on herself a little bit and like nuzzles her cheek against her shoulder and she just goes a little bit redder and she reaches up and she kind of undoes the bow around her ears and she just lets these two long ears just kind of like dangle and she kind of flicks it out a little bit tomorrow then hero till then and she yeah she skirts her way to the door and she does her hips are literally swinging left to right like her she's it's kind of performative yeah i i'll i'll take the tray of of meats cheeses meats and all assortments and i will come in i will drop it down near the hot spring and i might just pour a quick cup of mead and say I uh, would like to not intrude any further on... We'll just get in here, Ivan. Come on. How are you going to get to know any of us and potentially stop us insulting you constantly without getting to know us? I wasn't certain that you were interested in getting to know me. We'll give it a go. We'll try. All right, then. And I'll just strip nude and... That does look familiar. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems. You've all seen it before. <laughs> Is there anything any of you... I know, I know Kyle, you want to do a thing towards the end of the night. You might actually have it be an open conversation. So we might approach it now. If that's okay, okay, yeah, sure, yeah. Um, while they're kind of floating idly, Kyle uh, doing his best not to look at anyone, uh, except for you, who is tastefully dressed. Um, 
<laughs> more than the rest of us. Yeah. He's covered. It's yeah. Um, he kind of he's like idly nibbling some crackers, and he says, "Did um, I can't remember. Did we ever tell? Did we ever tell Hephaestus about Dahlia and that weird threat she made?" No, actually. What did she do now? We bumped into her when we were down in the dungeons looking for... Yeah. Oh, she... Uh, yes, no, she came through some sort of portal and... Um... Yeah. She she threatened to hurt my mom. That might be a new low even for her. Is she capable would be the more... Having seen Una fight... <sighs> At the walls. Dahlia is... unhinged. And with that comes a specific type of danger. Whether she has the physical or magical ability is its own thing, but I'm also not sure who she's working for because this is not her natural ability. So I I don't know what she has backing her up. It might be a legitimate threat. I did try to send word back to Tezrap, but I don't even know if my mom is there anymore. Do you want me to reach out? Yeah. Please. Okay. She can communicate back to me on this, so we might be able to get something. But I'm kind of limited in what I can convey, so I'm going to keep it short and sweet and to the point. That's fine. Yeah. I'm going to do it in my head as well, just <laughs> just in case it looks like I'm, I sit here not doing anything for the next little while. Like a man. <laughs> <laughs> as he casts Sending, he reaches out to Una Isidrum and says, Miss Isidrum, I reach out to inform you of a threat to your person. Professional courtesy. Hephaestus ex Dahlia impersonated Heavy at the dinner party. That's all he's got. 25 words with Sandy. Oh. She can respond. I mean, I thought they wanted to get to know me. Nobody's asked me a bloody question. Just stuff <laughs> in my mouth full of cheese. <laughs> well, how invasive do you want us to get? Oh, we're okay. Sorry. We're Sorry, I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm take... waiting for that reply to, yeah. yeah. yeah no. How much do you know about the person whose body you've taken over? Nothing. And what do you remember? I am Ivan of the Forgotten Veil. Vale. That's quite a title, isn't it? Uh, yes, I am. I, I, I suppose so. Um, Potentially <clears throat> redundant. Do you remember the Forgotten Veil? Vale? Uh, there is a shadow of a memory. I, aside from that, I remember falling in love and losing said love. So what do you want to achieve now? Don't say it. <laughs> what does that mean to you? Jesus Christ, I'm sick of this saying being thrown around. Nobody actually putting any weight behind it. I, I, I can't really say. I. It just, it, it, it's at my core. I wish I could be of more help, but... Um, You're about as clued in as any of the rest of us, realistically, if we're being honest with ourselves as to what we're what we're shooting for 
I do hope you realize that I uh, I'm very grateful to be here. I'm very want to be as respectful as I can be to uh, Nathaniel's body and uh, to uh, his memory. So I will, whilst uh, attending to my own goals, I will try to be respectful to each of you in the process. I appreciate that, but I hope you realize how much this hurts seeing him there in front of us and he's not there. He, again, I I don't know what I can say or do, but I'm sorry for your loss and I'm sorry to serve as a reminder of that pain. Kyle, after you send the magic out, you while the others kind of converse uh, and try to get to know Ivan a little bit better, you you kind of keep one ear on the conversation, but there's a part of you that's sort of focusing on the spell and waiting and seeing if there's a response. And as kind of the night rolls on, it's very, very quiet. And Fia slips out of the hot spring. Then Ivan... Eventually, Festa goes when you run out of fondue. And as they uh, dry off and ready themselves for bed, you're, you find yourself staring out at the town below, and the crowds have kind of mostly dispersed. It's a little bit quieter, and it's just you and the wind. And then... At first, it's like a, a quiet whisper, and that rolls into an echo, and then you hear Una's voice reach back. Noted, son. Our pact remains. My life doesn't matter if Fia is harmed. Tell her I am fine. I am searching for her brother. His brow furrows deeply at the mention of a pact. He racks his brain, trying to think when they would have had a chance to have that interaction between the moment at the gate when they met and leaving the city. He is aware of the blank in his memory and curses under his breath as he climbs out of the hot spring and starts to tell off. Everybody good for the night? I'll just make a note of, because I do take a shorter sleep, that when I'm awake and everyone else is still sleeping, I'm sitting up writing, but then also every now and then glancing at Nate, Ivan, whatever. The night passes and there is that that bed is goddamn comfortable. And and the following morning... uh, Fia, you're already up um, and you're dressed and you've already kind of put the, the coat on kind of half half eager to just get out and explore Littlehorn and you're kind of waiting for the others to, to rise uh, when there's just a soft knock on the door. I go and answer it. Standing before you, you see a golden blonde Harangan woman dressed in a very similar kind of coat to you, but a bit more form-fitting and very sort of comfortable-looking 
Pug style boots uh, and a stole. Her ears and stuff are tucked behind a long, heavy fur cap. And she's holding two wooden mugs that are steaming. Can I help you? Uh, um, I'm, I'm here for um, uh, Ivan, the hero. Ivan. Yes. Someone here to see you. Oh, Felicity, hi. I I don't know how you like your cocoa, but um, I take mine with eight sugars. So I, I put eight sugars in yours too. Oh, you're a very good girl, thank you. <laughs> and she hands it to you and then she kind of just brushes like at the flap of her cap and like kind of tucks her ear back in a little bit more. Uh, Felicity is going to show me around, um, so I suppose we shall reconvene later. Sure. Enjoy yourself, Felicity. Enjoy those venereal diseases. I just walk over to Ivan, just wrapped in like a sheet with nothing else, and take the cocoa and say, thanks, and then walk back inside. <laughs> okay, then. We can, we can share mine. Thank you very much. Kyle is like talking to her faster but kind of sleepily and aloud and presumably she doesn't know and he's like come back to bed you're so warm coming <laughs> coming it's so, <laughs> <laughs> so hot <laughs> that's what you get for giving us a room with one bed <laughs> uh, a triple king Have you one of these days a fan in your life? one of these days I'm is going to be fan art we're going to be in trouble <laughs> As Felicity and Ivan are leaving, she drops a little pamphlet on the a little desk. It's it's just got some information on the on the town and nice fest and some of the stalls and stuff. If if the rest of you fancy seeing a little bit. I don't know if anyone else is noticing, but I'm glaring at her like kind of jealously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, um I I, I really wanted to show you the ice fields, Ivan. They're, they're f- so beautiful this first thing in the morning. Fantastic. Do we have time for a quick stop-off? I would like to buy a, a cloak, maybe a cowl. Uh, yeah, there, there, there's, there's plenty of vendors. Um, yeah, we can, we, can, we, can, we can stop and do a bit of shopping on the way. Yeah, of course. Super. You, you could also just... And she kind of holds an arm out. I'll take her arm. I still, I still want a cloak and a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going shopping, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you you kind of link her arm and she buries herself into you. Like she pulls your arm up and just snuggles in very, very tightly. Mm-hmm. Have a good morning. Gross. Okay. And she she leaves taking Ivan. Fia, Kyle, Hephaestus. Come on, we need to get out of this room. He's barely been in his body like four days and he's got a date. It's almost like having Nate back. <laughs> Do we have a problem with this or like, what's the... Problem with what? What do we have a problem with? Him, you know, going and going out on a date. Well, like he said last night that he was going to be respectful of like the body that he's in and here he is just flailing it around the place straight away. Now, in the interest of fairness... That man cannot possibly do worse with that body than has already been done with it. No offense. No, it's true. <laughs> this whole thing is weird. It's just, he's there, but he's not there. He's in front of us and he's not there. Yeah. 
You miss him. That's fine. It's not fair. Can't say that it is, no. You should try punching him. It'll make you feel better. Definitely want to punch something. Let's go punch things in town. I also wouldn't mind doing some shopping. That would also kind of work, I suppose. It's so cold out there. We can run around town and I can touch everything with my flamey hands if that makes you feel better. What are we calling? What falls in under everything here? Uh, Anything made of ice. Anything made of ice. Great. Unless you do some shopping. I think some new stuff. I like like a mulled wine. Like a nice That sounds good too. But new stuff will make me feel pretty good. I'm on board. You're going to grab the pamphlet or just you're just going to head into town? Um, I will grab the pamphlet and I will hand it to Fia. Okay. You yeah, do the reading. Because yeah. <laughs> okay. I was going to reach for it myself. She gets me. <laughs> okay. Sure, that's what it is. You mentioned <laughs> shops and there's Wrap My Arms Around Us, a weapons and armor smith run by Mira Skulbraka. And they are having a 10% off sale if you present the coupon from the pamphlet. Ooh, perfect. There's Rooting For You, a pop-up store by renowned herbalist and magic wielder, Ruth Bader Gingersburg. <laughs> and that's a two for one on potions. Nice. There's a whole heap of stalls. And events taking place, as well as a couple of games. But in the stalls, Fia and Hephaestus, you see fine jams, conserves, preserves, and chutneys. Oh my god, Hephaestus! What? Hephaestus? What? Jim Jam Flim Flam's here. Jim Jam Flim Flam? Yeah! Kyle, Jim Jam Flim Flam's here. The hell is Local celebrity. What, what is happening? Celebrity oh my of my heart. Is there something wrong with your mouths? What's the. Have you never heard of Jim Jam Flim Flam? Was it Jim? Jam. Flim Flam. Flim Flam. The Jam Man. I feel like I'm in some sort of shared hallucination here. <laughs> How about we just, we just go over there and see? Because I don't think you're going to describe it in a way that is any no. more appetizing than the reality of the situation. Yes. Okay. okay. I do want to see Jim Jam, but then I also I do want to go to the armor. The weapon shop. We've got time. It's fine. Okay. So the way I'm going to do it, right? So the collectively, the group of you want to go to Jim Jam <laughs> Flim Flam. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that two is a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> two of you are, com- are going, and one of you is being compelled. Yeah. Leave some stuff for Ivan because he wants to go see Jim Jam Flim Flam as well. <laughs> well, well you or can, Sam, Sam does. You Sam can, <laughs> <laughs> I want that lucky Jim. <laughs> so we'll do the Jim Jam Flim Flam. Fucking thing first. <laughs> you can't offer us Jim Jam Flim Flam and then get mad when we I want Jim Jam I know what you Flim people Flim want. We want a lucky <laughs> In addition to the other stalls, there's Obscuro's Vision Hut. Um, and then some of the games that catch your eye, Fia, is uh, Whack a Mimic, the Log Toss, there's an ice sculpting competition, and then there's the Battle Ring just outside the the town. On the other side of town that he, because he came in from the west on the eastern gate. So look, we can do some shopping and then there's like some activities too. Whack a mimic, you want to punch things. Yeah, or there's like the fighter's ring. You can punch things there. True. Yeah. True. So I could go spend money and then punch something. Yeah. It's a perfect day. Give me an investigation check, Via. Okay. Uh, 21. It's very strange because you remember the coupon the the 10% off where you see that little sort of like dotted line you can see that the pamphlet's already been ripped 
all you see is matter of fact nature trail just in bold but there's nothing beneath it that's been ripped away looks like ivan's date has already taken one of our coupons could she get any worse honestly she's the worst person i've ever met you are both transparent (laughs) (laughs) okay whatever i don't care okay let's go see jim jam that'll make me feel better the Three of you dress and uh, pamphlet rolled and kind of tucked into your into your bag, uh, Fia. You head out and Paisley's there and he's dealing with some of the other guests at the ice dislodge. And he waves you off and he kind of points. Your friend has actually already left in the company of my daughter. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. oh man, alright I know, <laughs> he's in big trouble <laughs> Oh, what do you mean? <laughs> no, she said I shouldn't really say it, she is my daughter But, well She likes them heroic Well look, he's a perfectly upstanding gentleman So there won't be any issues, I'm sure Considering he only has like four days of memory <laughs> Anyway, see ya <laughs> <laughs> The three of you head down that very slippery path again. And at the bottom of it, you do see uh, Ivan linked arm in arm with Felicity. Um, And the pair seem to be kind of meandering around. All of a sudden, you just see Ivan just dart, like very excitedly. Because Ivan, you, for some reason, muscle memory, maybe you were just really craving it. You see a kobold, a mustachioed kobold, standing behind a very rickety-looking stall. And there are jars and jars of gems on the countertop. And above it, you see Jim Jam Flim Flams. Jams, conserves, preserves, and now chutneys. He's expanding the market. What oh the frick? I thought he was never going to do chutneys. I thought he was never, yeah. What the frick? <laughs> he always said he'd never do chutneys. He said he, it. Yeah, yeah, like, said, yeah. Never. Oh the market I'm pr- changes. I'm proud of him. I'm proud yeah. of him. He's grown as a person. Yeah, he's grown. What's the year? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... Uh, F- Felicity, I'm sorry. Uh, something has taken over here. I'm sorry, who are you? I'm looking at Jim Jim Pinto. Uh, Jim Jam Flim Flam Connoisseur of Jams, Conserves, Preserves And now Chutneys Oh, mm-hmm. I'm quite partial to a chutney um, We're sold out oh. Hot ticket item <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, What have you got for me? I have only got one bottle left Well, no, well, like one tray of things left Hasn't really sold for some reason. Beholderberry. Okay, and 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 what uh, what uh, what's it what what's it for? What's it do? Well, you you can spread it on uh, toast. You can make a cheesecake with it. Uh, you could just eat it by the spoonful. One beholderberry. That'll be twenty-five gold pieces. Uh, oh. Artisanal, homemade, handmade, beholder, jelly, berry. I mean, the inflation since I've been away, my God. Mm. Uh, oh, oh, is that all I get with just the the one jar? He looks a little shifty. Uh, yes, you are just buying jam. 
at this family-oriented event. I just sort of lean in a bit closer, eyeing him. Mm. Give me an insight check. Okay. That is a 16. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> Jim, Jim, you idiot. <laughs> um, his eyes dart below the counter. And you hear something rustle as he kind of nudges with his foot. And he gets back at you. And he's blushing. Jim Jam? Yes? Look me in the eye. Uh, We are. We're making eye contact. What else do you have? Jim Jam? And he looks around. Felicity, you wouldn't mind getting me a guard, please. Ah, there's no need for a guard. Um, you could, if you bought... A jar of my beholder berry jelly. Pop back behind the counter and just rummage round in my lucky dip box. One jar of beholder berry, please. You're most welcome, 25 gold pieces. I give you 25 gold pieces, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that is an arugula based jelly with pickled beholder cornea. Give me the goddamn dip. <laughs> Nobody wants Flim Flam Jim Jam's jam. <laughs> Only want to use Flim Flam Jim Jam for his sack. <laughs> or box. Are you going for the, the lucky dip? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Felicity, I must apologize. I, I don't know what's come over me. <laughs> I have an intense burning desire for a lucky dip. <laughs> um, whatever floats your boat. And at this point... Fia, Hephaestus, and Kael, you see Ivan dipping below the counter next to a kobold rummaging with his arse tucked up in the air <laughs> as you plunge both hands into the lucky dip box. Uh, give me a roll of a d20. Come on, baby. Please let it be bad like last time. Oh. <laughs> yes. <Four>. You reach in. Like, you, you, you go elbow deep into the box. Memories. <laughs> And you grab something and you pull it right out. See, he wasn't into Felicity. (laughs) It's just a very damp bedroll. Jim Jam? Mm -hmm. What kind of bullshit are you peddling? Uh, Jim Jam only peddles jams, preserves, conserves, and now chutneys. Jim Jam, it's so good to see you again. Sure. We met uh, on the road to Tesrab a while back. Sure. You let us have a lucky dip. I'm going to have to take another dip while we... We don't do lucky dips. <laughs> I'm going to take another lucky, lucky dip while he's dealing with it. <laughs> Stealth check. Jim Jam, my man. Stealth check. Oh. Wait, wait, add, add. Plus six, twelve. It's a two. Uh, <laughs> as... Jim Jam is conversing with his favorite two customers, that one and the other one. (laughs) Ivan, you just stick a hand in. I am going to let you roll again at disadvantage. Oh. A 10 is the lowest. Okay. Help me out here. You satiate him. <laughs> well, yeah. You grab something. <laughs> it's long, slender, and thin. Ooh. And it comes loose 
very easily. Uh, you just and there's a sound as you yank it out of the lucky dip box and the space where it sits. You have pilfered a bottle of oil of lubrication. <laughs> I mean, I'm still not happy, but fine. Whatever. <laughs> Got to stay in character, so... <laughs> can't go at it again. I've already... <sighs> I hate this game. <laughs> How much for gem? 25 gold pieces. How much for chutney? No chutney. That's, All sold out. That's a lot more than the gelatinous orange cost. Well, you go kill a beholder and turn it into a jelly. Did you harvest the beholder yourself? Jim Jam ran at it. Look at these guns. Kyle, look at them. That's Jim Jam Flim Flam. Jim Jam Flim Flam, this is Kyle. Hello. Charmed. Not so, but okay. Wow, okay, okay. Big words coming from Mr. Riggedy Shack One Jam. Uh, hey. You try my jam. It's so good. Do you have a sample? Like a little, oh, little, little spoon? Five gold pieces. For a sample? Yeah. Fuck that. Okay. <laughs> and he slips the spoon under the counter. <laughs> I give him the five gold pieces and I give the sample to Kyle. How is it? Are you going to taste it? Oh, yeah, will you? Give me a constitution saving throw. <laughs> Jim Jim. Why do I ever trust anyone in this party? <laughs> Oh, that's a crit. That's a nat 20. 24 total. The Beholder Berry, you passed, and it was a very high con save, by the way. It was a con save DC 17. Oof. For the next nine hours, you are immune to psychic damage. Oh. Amazing. But. <laughs> and it's a big but. <laughs> I certainly hope so. You can now see beyond. <laughs> For the next 24 hours, you have true sight. As a third eye opens on your forehead oh my god a literal one yeah a literal one Kyle there's a thing on your on your on your head it blinks oh no I feel it I can feel it oh no 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 yeah it's a good look it's a good look yeah you pull it off really well it goes with your bangs huh? why have you why, why, why have you done this why have all of you done this to me wait, did you? why have you collectively done this because it's amazing okay you don't want to get too excited because that can go off what does that mean Shh, relax relax, relax. It's okay. Jim Jam, do you have the goods like you did before? Yes. Jim Jam has jam. And? But no conserves, preserves, or chutneys. Do we get it? It's a, a family-oriented event, and Jim Jam only exhibits fine, handmade, artisanal, cobalt produce. Do you want to show us what you're not exhibiting? Under the counter, I do. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if I buy like I did before, can I have a look under the counter? Give me a persuasion check. Dirty 20. <sighs> Fine. Use me for my box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I give him the 25 gold. He hands you a jar of jam and then upsettingly steps away from the counter again, looks at you, Ivan, very suspiciously at the very wet bundle of a bedroll. Again, like, cannot explain it, but he's just seething with a burning rage. <laughs> you maybe want to go, you, you said you wanted to get a cloak? I, we need to leave now, Felicity. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Hi. What's <laughs> that soggy thing under your arm? It's what was in the lucky dip. 
Ah, no lucky dip. I, no lucky dip. Uh, don't don't you turn on Jim Jam. Ruin what? <laughs> this man is mutilating people. <laughs> the third people. eye on Kyle's <laughs> face also opens dip, everybody. Lucky dip of jam. Lucky jam. Can I? Yeah, you can roll a d20. I got to burn my inspiration. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> a burning inspiration for a lucky dip fucking horny little hobbled. Oh, you hate to see it. She rolled another six. It's great. <laughs> I, hope six. I hope all of you fail. I hope all of you fail. You reach into the the bag, or the box rather, and it's very crunchy. Ooh. Okay, and I shake my hand up. Yeah, there's ah. just a slip of paper on it that says, try again. Well, do you know what? It was worth a shot. Thanks, Jim Jam. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. For the jam, obviously. Oh yeah, for the jam that you bought. Yeah. Mm. Can I have a jam? And I like wink. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My mom said I really shouldn't be selling jam anymore. <laughs> Perhaps it's time for old Jim Jam to hang up his jam apron for good. I just put the 25 gold in his hand. And he just slides a jar of jam across the counter. <laughs> <sighs> Come round, put your hand in my box. <laughs> Oopsies. Do you have inspiration? Please tell me you have inspiration. One. I'm inspired. <laughs> inspired to <laughs> just, I don't know if you're all burning inspiration on this Jordan. random yeah, fucking kobold. <laughs> that's a new character, though. So 16! Yes, girl! I don't know. Okay. I didn't get anything the last time. I tried twice and I got nothing both times. Okay. I'm on ready. a 16. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Is it perfect? You read, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it kind of fucking is. <laughs> you grab something, mm. and immediately your whole body just starts shuddering. Oh Jesus! Like your whole, like you can feel it in your teeth. Like your whole body, you're like, mm. um, it's thick. Mm -hmm. It's long. Mm -hmm. It's cylindrical. Oh yeah. And your whole hand is shaking mm -hmm. as you remove the rod of vibrations. <laughs> From Jim Jam Flim Flam's <laughs> Lucky Dip Box. <laughs> Who needs Nate? <laughs> I just hold it out like in the vague direction of like, hey, put it away, put it away, put it away. Put it away. <laughs> and I'm just like, can I go back to the hotel? <laughs> <laughs> Is it like stoppable? Or? It's so it's a it's about uh <laughs> it's about fourteen inches long. Oh, all right. It oh, okay. is bullet silver mm -hmm. in color, mm -hmm. and engraved on it mm -hmm. are the instructions. Okay. The rod of vibrations requires you to attune to it. Okay. While holding it, you vibrate. Yeah. Uh, like your whole body vibrates. Yeah. That gives you 60 feet of tremor sense. Okay. And it has 1d8 charge of earth tremor. Ooh. Oh. It only recharges after the last spell has been spent. Right. And it requires 24 hours. <laughs> it requires 24 hours for it to recuperate. Okay. <laughs> Stuff it in my bag. <laughs> the bag's just vibrating. <laughs> Mr. Flimflam. Uh, 
You've done untold damage to my personage, mm-hmm. but so did they when they had me get a tattoo. Fair enough. Mine's only temporary. That jar that you gave me the sample from, I will take that for 20 gold. 25 gold? Uh, the sample was five. Yes, the so sample was five. That's five gold. No, I'll give you a fresh jar. <laughs> Listen, Mr. Flimflam. We? Oui? Listen, Mr. Flimflam. You can come out of this with 20 gold. No, I'll come out of this with 25 gold. Oh. Oh. A heffy here gets a little too trigger happy with the old Bernie hands. I think Heffy's hands are a little preoccupied right now. Put it away. I'm holding him one hand, and the other hand like produces a little bit of flame. And just, it's shaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the price is non-negotiable. Come on, Kyle, don't be a stickler for it's Jim Jam. Come on, yeah, it's Jim Jam. Fine, take your twenty-five gold. <laughs> I'll take my blood money. <laughs> I don't want the jam. I'll take his jam. Thanks. Okay. No, you yeah. don't get it either. What? Nobody gets it. Throw it on the floor. No. Throw it on the floor right now. Okay, he smashes the. Why did you waste that? It makes people grow eyes. It's not good. <laughs> the eye, the ground has an eye now, just looking up. <laughs> that would have been cool. Right, now, step aside. Yep, yeah, me. 12. You don't reach too far in because Lord knows where it's very cold in there. And your hand touches something. It feels a bit... It, is that... No, it can't... It's ceramic. It's definitely... Because you can kind of feel the kind of the little... It's not fully polished. You can feel the kind of the grain. And, hmm, as your hand glides across it, Kyle... Oh, there's a... There's another one of them. What? It... And it's got a hand, it's got, there's two handles. And you, you manage, you, you, you have to stick your other arm in here. Okay. Now, if you do, I'm taking something from you. Because the lucky dip box wants something. Do it. Be an agent of chaos. Question. Currently has true sight. God fucking damn it <laughs> James what are you doing <laughs> Does he have a greater insight into what the item is You fucking bastard <laughs> I hate Everybody in this show <laughs> He has a like that's a raven moment where he's like, <laughs> I love it when people Stick it to me uh, You just managed to get your fingers Around the rim of it and it's enough, Kyle, as you grab both handles and you're, you're doing everything you can to keep your chin out of the box and you pull back and you're holding a pair of jugs. <laughs> the pair of jugs. Because you know instantly what it is when you pull it out. It's a fabled mythological item. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Flimfam. Yes? Why do you have this in your box? The, a pair of jugs? You're, you're these, um, yeah, yeah, where, 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 where do you, why do you? Uh, Jim Jam Flim Flam <laughs> collects things. Puts them in his box. See, his jam is so good. Stares at the floor. With his third eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I was rash when I said, when I threatened to burn your stall down. Um, Wouldn't be the first person today. I'm sure. These are beautiful and I'm sure will make a fine addition to my, to my ceramic jug collection. (laughs) They are very boob shaped. They don't look like boobs, but they're boob shaped jugs. You have to get a souvenir from holiday, don't you? Me do. It's either that or like an ashtray shaped like a penis. So, <laughs> Give me an arcana check. Can I guidance myself for this? Yeah, you can touch yourself away. You're holding a pair of jugs. <laughs> Let's roll. Uh, that is... 22. The pair of jugs, they're linked to a very old goddess... Her name's kind of lost to the ages. A first one. And like, there was all these kind of different texts about her. She was linked to times of harvest. She was linked to fertility. One of the gifts she was known to bestow on her followers were these delicate pair of jugs that allow the wielder of the jugs to conjure liquid. You have effectively a pair of alchemy jugs. They're a quarter of the size, but once per day you're able to conjure two types of liquid. And that can range from beer, honey, fresh water, salt water, acid. Tremendous. Fantastic doing business. I will be back if this eye doesn't clear up. Uh, well, if it doesn't clear up, you'll probably be dead. <laughs> it's on the fine print! Do you not read the fine print? On the jar? You You have three eyes and you didn't read? You made me do... You destroyed the jar! I did not just... Let's go get you a coat. Yeah. I could be on a date right now. I could be on a date with a little little rabbit lady. Uh, Is that what you want? That's not the point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Hephaestus, you... Pocket your vibrating rod, you pocket your jar of beholderberry jelly, and as you watch Fia, Kael, Ivan kind of disappear into the crowd, as you kind of you're trying to decide kind of what to do because you don't like you kind of want to do your own thing. Yeah. You, you, need, you need a little bit of like Hephaestus time. downtime. Yeah. Your eye lands on a multicolored tent. Just sort of propped up there, and there's a couple of flags kind of waving around it, and they all have an eye on it, like a cat eye and a snake eye, and just a normal eye, just lots of eyes, and a little sign outside the front of it, just and it's crudely hand drawn. Um, Obscuro the visionary. All drop-ins welcome. Yeah, I have a little look and a little think about where my life is currently and where it's heading. So you're going to the tent then? (laughs) And I go on inside. (laughs) You pull back the the flap of the tent and you are immediately struck with the smell of smoky incense. It's very hazy in here. Um, but not the good kind of smoky hazing. Mm. It's just this is just like someone is burning one too many incense sticks, and there's a table covered in a very old, musty-looking net table, like tablecloth. And it's a circular table, and there's two chairs opposite 
and there's nobody in the tent. Hello? Welcome to Obscuro's visionary realm of the future. Cross my palm with silver. I will tell you everything you want to hear. I mean, need to know. <laughs> so a very grey, bored-looking tabaxi appears and says, uh, like, sits down at the table and just kind of straightens out the tablecloth. Out of game mechanically, it's five silver pieces per card. Um, is there like a seat across? Yeah. Okay, so I'll, I'll go up to the seat and before I sit down, I'm just like, do you like... Let's <laughs> pie it. Yeah, and what do you want me to do with that? Well, you can't sit if you don't pay. I can't sit if I don't pay. Why would you sit if you don't want a reading? Okay, fine. <laughs> How much? Five silver pieces per card. And what are these cards going to tell me? Your future... Fine. <laughs> I give him twenty silver. Four card spread. Yeah. So, Eilish, I'm going to give you. Four, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna draw the cards for you. Okay. And I will message you the card. What the card means, you get to decide. Love this. It may or may not have real in-world consequences. We're just... Oh, no. So don't worry. Whatever you say oh, might not ruin no. the rest of my life. The last death, time death, I death, was death. left with this much power, I ruined everything. So don't do it again. I don't have much for you to ruin, so... <laughs> okay, so he shuffles a mangy-looking deck and hands it to you and says, Split the deck wherever you feel the need. Your enthusiasm is just really rubbing off. That's just my voice. <laughs> And I cut it about three quarters of the way down and split it and restack it. Uh, he turns over the first card and he says, The thief. Hmm. I feel like this represents your past. You're giving off some sketchy vibes. <laughs> Maybe you stole from someone you met recently, gave all his money away. There doesn't seem to be any consequences apart from the time that you had. Fair enough. Okay, next. <laughs> split the deck again, please. Uh, she grabs about middle, splits it, resects. The illusionist. This is a little more performative. We're talking about your current situation. I feel like you're putting on a facade of being better than you are with your current situation you really shouldn't do that's that that's fucking stupid next <laughs> ooh a bit too close to <laughs> next <laughs> split the deck again please she does it very angrily this time you glad you paid up front <laughs> Okay, this one, again, a little sketchy. It's the hooded man. Basically, you've met someone recently. 
You shouldn't trust who he says he is. <gasps> Does that mean something to you? No. Okay, great. Do you have any more details on that? Nope. Split the deck again, please. <laughs> She splits it with fervor now. She's like, yes, next, next, next. Can you be gentle? These are no. my only set of cards. <laughs> okay. Uh, this one's not for you. It's uh, the broken one. Let me see. And he kind of places a paw to his temple. Yeah, she's cooler than you. <laughs> Stronger than you, a uh, sister maybe. <laughs> She's uh, in really grave peril. You should probably find out what what's happening. That's all I got. Okay, thanks for no. Wait, what? <laughs> Bye. No, you can't. <laughs> 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 Uh, Fest is just in the empty tent. He's going, come back! Wait a minute! Okay, wins it. Okay, uh, Fester, while you ponder your future and the terrifying warning of your sister being in danger, and you're left frantic in a tent, your purse is still vibrating. <laughs> Kyle and Fia, you're kind of strolling behind Ivan and Felicity? And she is. She's just buried into him. Like, she's... Like, is his arm losing circulation? She's holding onto it that tightly. And she kind of looks over her shoulder and she gives the both of you a wave and she just kind of pulls Ivan off the main street and towards a shop front. And via overhead, you see a sign for wrap your arms around us. Oh, Great. Go in there where the lovebirds are. Right next door, you see a herbalist and magic shop rooting for you, Kyle. Well, I'm not going to, but like, can I, can I be honest with you? And he puts a hand on her shoulder. Sure. You don't need to be this invested. You have a lot going for you. And this is a man out of time living in a dead man's body stop saying that unalive <laughs> we were rounding <laughs> Kyle but I mean come on there has to be some way of getting him back this is not right we can explore that avenue I'm sure well I, I'm not sure I don't know how the, the whale of death does its business I just don't understand how, like, you and Hephaestus are not up in arms about this when he's, like, like, his body is just there. Like, how, how can I not think about this? Well, thinking about it doesn't change it. We can take action, but realistically, there's still, there's still a lot going on. I got a message back from your mother. Did you? I did. She is looking for your brother at the moment. She says she's fine. Why Why is she looking for Quillo? I'm not sure. Is he missing or something? Like, what's going on? He shrugs. I don't know. All I'm saying is, we've... 
and I wish there were a nicer way to say it, but more pressing concerns. It's not that he's not important. Of course he is. He's my bestie. My brosif. My hometown boy. Yeah, my I got big yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, that's that's very clearly burned in my memory, Kyle. And now he's a rotten soldier. <laughs> it's hard. I know people saw him as a bit of a douche, but he was always really nice to me. And I just, he doesn't deserve this. I'm not arguing. I'm not. I just... I think you'd be doing yourself a disservice wasting away looking at whatever they're up to there. Well, I suppose you're right. I'll try not to bit hard running everywhere I've walked today so far I've run into them but I'll try I'm gonna go shopping now okay Kyle and Fia you you part ways and Fia you you kind of linger outside the shop for a minute or two just kind of pondering what Kyle had to say and you just take a deep breath and you cross over to the other side because you'd rather die than deal with what's happening <laughs> you yeah you enter the shop uh, a few seconds behind Felicity and Ivan Kyle you slip through the door and immediately there's a ringing of chimes there's a really annoying wind chime bell just hanging over the door frame that rattles and rings as you step in under and you hello Hello, 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 welcome, welcome, come in, 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 welcome to Rooties, welcome to Rooties, I'm Rooty, or Root, Ruth, there's a H there, Ruth, 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 Charmed, Ruthie, no, Ruth, Ruth, sorry, you said Ruth, yeah, this is rooting for you, I'm Ruth Bader Gingersberg, welcome, in, to Rooties, yep, where you are. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've had a little too much licorice tea. Oh, at this it early in the day? Cuts right through me. Oh, oh, stop. I have been back and forth to the ladies. You are a wild card. That is... You literally, all you hear is a voice. There is literally nobody. Very briefly parts his hair and just peeks through the true sight. <laughs> God fucking damn it, why do I give you things? <laughs> <laughs> um, set on a stool behind the counter... <laughs> There is a stout halfling woman. She's dressed in like scarfs and a caftan and bangles and her, her earlobes are long, elongated like where she had her ears stretched and like hoopy earrings kind of dangling from them and she's just covered in beads that rustle and rattle with her uh, and she seems to be kind of filling little brown baggies with herbs. Are the baggies invisible? No. Okay. Some sort of operation going on here. <laughs> ah, Lovely earrings. They're cute. Oh. Um, I wasn't aware that a fellow arcanist had humbled into my establishment. I'll be with you in a tick. No rush. And there's a slamming of a drawer. (laughs) And a very heavy clonk as she locks something. The stool wraps up against the counter and she props herself up onto it. And you see Ruth Bader Gingersberg, the halfling herbalist and arcanist. Now. Welcome to Rudy's. 
I'm I've been welcomed. Thank you very much. I consider myself two for one in potions. I'm primarily interested in healing potions. Oh, but we have in those. Terms of if there's anything. Oh, anything to do with this? Ooh, I was planning on just kind of using some concealer, but if oh. you do something a little more industrial, Ooh. I would be. I really wouldn't recommend mixing anything with that. Heavens knows when it's going to go off. Sorry. Oh, the, it's cursed. You have a cursed eye. Excuse. I ate some jam. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. Do you, can you, and he kind of leans over and uh, quite close to her face and like parts his hair again, pushes it back behind his ear and uh, right up to her. What's the, I can't, I can't see it. Obviously, what's the what's the deal? Could you do you have any sort of? Well, I'll try not to look directly at it for fear it goes off. They're very quick to anger beholders, you know. Great, I'm not a beholder. Well, the... I did consume some beholder jelly. Jam. And you thought that was a wise thing? Ah, in hmm. retrospect, no. Huh. Could you? Do you have anything that could maybe get rid of it? Well, if a potion invisibility that would just make you not be here. Okay, uh, well, I would, um, but what's, and again, the main concern is it going off. Going off makes it sound like there's some sort of detonation or some sort of terrible, terrible cataclysm that will befall me. Uh, well, not necessarily you. Perhaps people around you when it happens, you know, beholders in their eyeballs. So that's, that's it then? I can give you a t-shirt with a sail. You've been listening to Romance in the Dungeon with Louise as Fia, Amber as Festa, Sam as Ivan, Nate, and James as Kyle. I'm Declan and I've been your Dungeon Master. Our amazing theme song Haunted is by Ghost of Red Mountain and the title card artwork is by Ralph is Redacted. We're back in two weeks for, well, to see how the gang get on shopping. You know, there's, there's, how, how much drama can there, there's going to be a lot, there's so much drama, so, so much drama. If you want to see a little bit more about what we're about and you're not already doing so, you can check us out on social media at D8 Dungeon. We have an awesome little Discord server. And we have a second project in the runnings at the moment, Rise of the Forsaken, out every second Monday over on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash D8 Dungeon. Thank you so much for listening and uh, we'll see you in two weeks. preferred you when you were sexy stupid <laughs> I thought you were crying me too who are you why am I here <laughs>